guys. We are so excited to start the Hollywood Life podcast today. I'm here with my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hi, Ali. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, and we have a wonderful guest today who you are really wanna, going to want to know all about because she's been up to a lot and has been through a lot. Welcome, Savannah Chrisley. Hi, how are you doing there? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, you've um, done a lot since we last talked to you, been through a lot, um, but you also have a new season of, of your family show coming up, Chrisley Knows Best, and that is debuting uh, on Thursday, the 12th, November 12th, at 10 o'clock at night and 9 central, 10 o'clock ET. And I bet that there is a lot to cover in the season. Yes. <laughs> Am I guessing right? Yes, there is a lot. Um, this season, I like to say, is going to be a little different only because, you know, there's, there's so much change, obviously, going on. And for me, I've kind of and have been a little bit more vulnerable. And, you know, obviously we like to resort to humor as our escape for everything. It's just kind of how our family is. But for me, I have been battling endometriosis for years and that's touched on this season as well as the potential of me maybe freezing my eggs. And I go into depth on that because my whole thing is, is a lot of women struggle with it. There's just a lot of women who don't feel comfortable in talking about it and feel ashamed because their bodies just aren't cooperating with them and aren't working how we feel they're supposed to. And so for me, talking about it was extremely important because I wanted people to know you're not alone. This is a real thing. Don't let doctors talk you into believing that this is just part of it because in all honesty, it's not. What made you want to speak out about this and, and kind of open up about it for this time on the show? Yeah, I mean, for me, there has been, you know, there was a time, I think season one or two of Growing Up Chrisley was when I was kind of in the midst of my whole endometriosis journey and I was on a medication. I gained a bunch of weight and, and I had a lot of hateful comments coming towards me of, you're a pig, you look like you've eaten yourself, this, that, and the other. And on my endometriosis blog that I post on my Instagram, I highlighted those things. There's screenshots of comments by people and all the hateful things they were saying. And because I kept it to myself for so long. And I think the whole point in saying that is, is you never know what someone's struggling with. Um, and so you, you, you need to watch your words. I mean, regardless, why spew hatred towards anyone? Yeah. But especially, like I said, you don't know what people are dealing with. And some people are just better at hiding it than others. I mean, I, I honestly think I would probably get an award for how well I hide things. Um, it's just who I am. And it's kind of how I've always coped with things. But I just for once wanted to be a little vulnerable and show that I'm struggling with this and a ton of women in America are struggling with it. You know, all around the world are struggling with this and they either haven't gone to see the right doctors because they think it's just part of that time of the month. And it's just not, you know, and I went, bless you. 
Um, and I went and saw a specialist and he completely changed my life. So I think it's just about bringing awareness, you know, drawing awareness towards endometriosis and the things that you can do to catch it. And it, it can have such a negative effect on your life and it can completely disrupt it. So for me, I wanted to find a way to stop that because I've always said I will have however many kids God will allow and that's been my motto so I wanted to be very proactive when it came to my whole journey. Mm -hmm. I commend you so much for coming forward and being open and honest about this and um, we've done some research on endometriosis at Hollywood Life and I think it's about 10% of women at least in the U.S. suffer from it mm -hmm. and um, just uh, for the audience listening and correct me if I'm saying anything that's not right. It's when tissue from the uterus grows outside the uterus and gets onto your other organs, whether it's your ovaries, your, uh, into your abdomen yep. And, yep. and it can be extraordinarily painful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it, it can't, as you found, you can't ignore it. It's so painful. And it's something that is not really understood, I guess, by doctors as to why it happens, but there are treatments for it. And so you actually had to have surgery recently to remove some of this tissue that had grown outside your uterus. I, this was actually my third surgery that I've had. Um, and, you know, the first two surgeries, I just went to my normal normal OBGYN and he's great love him but and it worked for you know a short time six months to a year then I started having symptoms again and then I just did my research and I just knew that I was supposed to see a specialist and I like I said I did my research I found um, Dr. Ken Sanervo he's in Atlanta and I drove down I actually did a obviously, because this has kind of been in the whole midst of COVID and when it's just been insane. Um, so I did a telehealth appointment with him and then we scheduled the surgery and we were kind of just, because you don't really know. And that's the thing with endometriosis. You don't know until you're actually in surgery and the doctor can see it for themselves. And that was a very scary moment for me, especially in the midst of COVID, because I was originally told I couldn't have anyone there with me. And I'm always used to my mama being there. If I'm ever doing anything, my mom was there. And so I was definitely scared and just kind of felt alone. Um, and then I was told since my surgery was considered outpatient, because I was only there for 23 hours. So if it was 24 hours, <laughs> it, it was a long been. surgery, right? Yeah. Well, it was just the recovery process of it all and kind of the things that you have to do before you can leave the hospital. And so my mom was able to come. So for that, I'm extremely grateful. But, you know, when he got in there, it had definitely spread to other organs of my body. So he, he removed all of that. And it's about finding the source of where it came from, is from what I've understood. And he did that, and I feel great. I mean, I, you know, I'm not complaining like I was, I'm like thankful, so thankful to God for this doctor being in my life and things being how they are now. And, you know, I've done my research for sure. And I've read that diet definitely can have a huge impact on it. Um, 
endometriosis loves to feed off of sugar and caffeine and carbs. So basically all the good things. Um, yeah. So I try to limit it, but I still live life. And do you have any follow-up medication um, that will help you antioxidants or anything like that? You know, I am not, I'm not really taking, I'm not taking anything. Um, and like, I'm not taking anything, but I'm feeling great. So that's how I like it. Cause I don't want to take anything. I don't have to, but I do definitely stay on top of, especially now with COVID, I stay on top of all my vitamins, all the good stuff you're supposed to have. So, I mean, I feel great after my surgery. So that definitely gives me hope. And I've, I've said that if I don't have kids, my first kid by the time I'm 25, 27, then I will freeze my eggs because I've been blessed to have a job that allows me to have the financial means to do so. And I've had doctors tell me that it's a great insurance policy because you just never know. So that's, that's definitely the route I think I'm going to go. And do you have that conversation on the show with your parents? I mean, are they involved in this decision that you're making about kind of your body? Oh, of course they are. <laughs> My dad, it's so funny because he is, he was so worried when I went to have my surgery and he was reading, you know, it's like with anything. I think you could probably take a vitamin and they tell you all these different things that could go wrong with you. It's just, they have to disclose these things. And so he was reading off the list of all the bad things that could happen. He was freaking out. I was like, dad, I'm not going to lose a limb by having this <laughs> surgery, like calm down. And so it's funny because he's done a lot of research to try and understand how I'm feeling and what I've been going through. And it wasn't until he took the time to do the research that he truly understood. And for me, I definitely appreciated that because a lot of men don't do that. You know, um, a lot of men don't take the time to understand and do their research. Because if you did your research, you would definitely have a little more sympathy and understanding for how we as women who are dealing with endometriosis feel. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, um, did your doctor suggest that you do um, IVF treatments to create eggs or, and freeze them? Because there is, um, endometriosis is associated with infertility. Mm -hmm. It can be a factor. Yes, it definitely can be a factor. Um, my doctor though was very, he was very great at informing me of all these things. And I feel like so many women get caught up in infertility being a factor of it. But if you're proactive and you take all the necessary steps, then most likely that's not going to be an issue for you. Um, I just feel like it's so easy to grab onto the negative yeah, and say, and just dwell on them and say, oh my gosh, this is going to be my life. I'm not going to be able to have kids, this, that, and the other. And after my surgery, my doctor was like, you should be fine. He was like, there's a 95% chance you will never have to come back and see me again. Wow. So, Amazing. I think for me, I'm just, I'm still kind of in my head about that. And like I said, I kind of view for me, freezing my eggs as an insurance policy as what if it can't happen, then at least I have 27 year old eggs that I can <laughs> take out, you know? Now, when it came to filming the show, Chrisley knows best this season, 
what, how, how did you guys get it done with COVID going on? I mean, were you, yeah, good question. you know, your grandma, I know is such a big part of your life. Um, tell me just a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, filming has definitely been interesting. Um, there are so many different protocols and obviously everything that we trust and respect. Uh, we, we definitely respect the process because COVID isn't something to joke around about, you know, um, that's still taking people's lives every single day. And I, you know, I think of what if that was my grandmother or my dad had COVID? What if that was him that their lives got taken? So that's how I look at it. And it's, you know, wear your mask, take the precautions, you, you know, social distance, do everything that you can to help put a stop to it because it's just nothing to mess around about. So we get tested weekly. Um, just to, it's part of the protocol. So we get tested weekly and we're just very mindful of how we do things. In terms of filming the show, I mean, you're with your family, so you could be sort of in a bubble, but is this what you had to do with the crew? Did you have a smaller crew than usual? Were they have it like committing to quarantine outside of the work? Yes, for sure. Um, I definitely, the crew is definitely cut back a little bit and all of the crew has to get tested as well. And it's just, I think it's a mutual respect amongst everyone is don't be irresponsible. Don't be, you know, being in huge crowds of people and just don't, it comes down to just don't be irresponsible. So the crew definitely they are into the whole quarantine outside of work and as well as the family and i mean we're filming non-stop so it's kind of easy you know like film go home call it a day so it's just we're i'm i know for me i'm extremely blessed to have a job and to continue to work because a lot of people don't have that luxury right now and you know it gets so interesting because there is still content to film even though you know you might not be traveling or going on trips and like being able to do the things that you typically do what has the family been doing like, in addition to your endometriosis storyline what else is kind of going on with the crystals yeah you know I've been in the midst of creating my cosmetic line for years now <laughs> and it was supposed to launch in January but since COVID hit overseas before it hit here um, it kind of put a halt to things and then it went from like January to March to April to June to August and now we are November and it is launching this week so congratulations Yes. So for that, I'm so excited. And it is called Sassy by Savannah. And it's just sassy is what describes me. It's been my nickname my entire life. So I just felt like it would be a great fit. And that's been something, you know, in the midst of COVID, I kind of, I had my breakdown at the very beginning because there was so much uncertainty and so much just unknown. And I tend to to like to control a lot of things in my life. I like to, you know, I just like to know what's happening and from here to there. And we didn't have that luxury with this, you know? And so I broke down, I had my breakdown sobbing, like I don't know what to do. And I feel like we all kind of hit that point some at point. some time during this past year. And then the moment I finally realized that I have no control. There's nothing that I can do. And it's my mindset that can make or break my day. 
things started to turn around and I truly just dug deep in my cosmetics and trying to get that done. And we had a photographer that was supposed to come in from the UK to do a huge photo shoot. It was going to be elaborate, all kinds of stuff. And obviously that couldn't happen because of COVID. And I actually took Polaroid photos in a hotel room and that's what became my packaging. <laughs> so it, it's, you know, it's 2020 and it's in the midst of a pandemic. And I think for me, I just chose to not let it define me and just chose to, you know, keep looking forward, keep looking for the better things. And there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I was able to get to this point for my line launching. So we definitely touch on that in Chrisley Knows Best. And, you know, just all of Nanny's fun shenanigans because she is one of a kind grandmother. So it's, you know, we still try to keep things light because that's what we as a family go to, to for our relief is just humor and just at the end of the day if we're all together and have a smile on our face that's all that matters yeah in, in terms of your collection your makeup collection what are some of the items that are like you're most excited about or tell us like just what's going to be available and then where do people find it yes yeah. so for me i you know, you see a lot of lines launching and they launch a thing here, a thing there, you know, they slowly roll out items. And I obviously want to go against the grain because that's what I do. And I created a full face palette, which I am so excited for because it has, you know, it's got 16 eyeshadows, two oh, wow. bronzers, two blush and two highlighters. And that will retail at $22, which is extremely affordable. And in the palette, it has a full mirror. So you can just kind of throw it in your bag and go, and you don't have to carry a gazillion different things with you. And then I have four lip kits and those will retail at $12. And then two different eye kits, a brown and a black, and those will come with a gel liner, um, a pencil liner and a mascara, and that's going to be $14. So for me, I wanted to create a line that had products that were great. You know, if I'm not going to use them, I don't expect you to use them. So the products truly are products that are of quality, but also I wanted something that was affordable. And that was where we kind of hit a block in the road because it, it was it was extremely difficult to get both things, both quality and pricing right. But it wasn't something I was willing to give on. So I was like, you know what? We'll keep dragging it out until we figure out a solution to this. Because I never want someone to say, I wish that I could have it. I just want them to say, I can have it and go and purchase it. So that's, I'm just so excited for all the different things. I'm already working on more products for 2021. So people can go to sassybysavannah.com in order to purchase everything. And we are launching this week, sometime between the 11th and 15th. It's looking for like the 11th. So, you know, it's again, COVID. I'm like, you can. At some point, it will yeah, be. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> That's now, awesome. You also had a big change in your personal life because you were engaged to Nick Cardiles and after dating yes. and you um you announced that the engagement was off now what's the status of your relationship now you know we are both we're both so young and we are so ambitious we are so young yes yes and he's following 
you know, his career, his new career path, I'm doing the same. And there's just so much going on in life. And I mean, with 2020 and COVID hitting and just being in the midst of a pandemic, it's, there's no lack of love, that's for sure, because life is so short. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, we were in a relationship for three years and we were in an adult relationship. So if that ends, you need to handle it like an adult. And we both had our lapse in judgment at times and how we've handled things, but it's just, you know, we talk, we're friends, there's no hatred towards each other. And I always like to say that nothing in life is ever permanent. You know, no decision is ever permanent. So if we're meant to be, we will be. And if not, then God has something greater for the both of us. And it's just, I try to find a positive outlook on everything. And that's kind of just where it stands. Yeah. I feel like you're like, businesswoman like boss lady right now just like looking ahead I feel like 2020 was probably that for you and so the derailing of this and now you're back on track and it just seems like you're doing so great for sure and you know for me it's just like I said I am a young woman and being in this industry it is incredibly difficult to feel like you have to work 10 times as hard to measure up to anything that a man is doing. Mm -hmm. And I just want to have my voice and want it to be heard and show that I can create a company that is a heck of a lot better than any company a man's going to create. So, (laughs) but it it sounds like you are in such a good place with him in terms of being friends. That is there a possibility of you get these guys getting back together down the line. You know, I think, there's always a possibility. You never say never. You never know when you go, when you have three years with someone, there's a lot that happens and a lot that can bring you together. And Nick truly was a part of our family. You know, I mean, everyone loved him, spent holidays with us. And it just comes down to when there's, when you have differences that you can't, you know, you, that you can't see eye to eye on there's just some things that it's like, we got to come together. And if we can't come together, there's no way that we can bring kids into this. And we can, you know, when I commend both of us for being able to look at each other and say, I wasn't ready to get engaged when we got engaged. Um, And we both, we both said it and it just, the timing wasn't right. And like I said, with that, and then It's just one thing hit one after the other. And so it's just been a challenge and it's, you know, we're great. We talk. um, And like I said, there's no hatred towards one another because I just don't, we don't need any more of that in our world today. So it's just, yeah, it's just, we will figure it out in our time. And it's like I said, I'm 23. So I've, I've got a little while to figure it out. Yeah. Are you going to be on a side note watching the Miss USA pageant? You know, I, I met, I normally follow up with it, like on Instagram or I'll see all the updates. Um, if I've got time tonight, I'll definitely tune in and watch it. It's just, it's very interesting. It's all changed. You know, the pageant world has changed as a whole and it doesn't have the same spark that it used to have, which, you know, for me, it's kind of sad because I wish that it did. Um, and, you know, Olivia Colpo, she, she took winning Miss USA and Miss Universe and she ran with it and she created a career out of it. And I respect her and love her for that. And just 
you know, she is what Miss USA and Miss Universe was. Um, And so it's just, I hope that they can bring it back and give it kind of the clout that it deserves because it is such an empowering thing for women. And if you, and if it has the right management behind it um, and the right team behind it, it, it could be great. Well, it's interesting that you brought up Olivia because she's also been outspoken about endometriosis. Yes. Like there's, have you ever talked to her about her experience and your experience? You know I, when I had, when I came out about what had happened with my endometriosis, she had come out about hers right after that. And so I sent her a message on Instagram because I wanted to let her know kind of my journey and the doctor that I went and saw so I did do that just because I, I know the feeling, um, and you know, she hasn't responded, but I was like, it's worth a try. Um, it, it's hard with Instagram, you know, you get so many notifications. I'm like, yeah. there's so many stuff. I, there's so much stuff that I don't see, but I know the struggle that she's going through. And I hope that she gets with the right doctors and figures it out because once you do your life is forever changed. Yeah, a lot of celebrities actually have spoken out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's um, Halsey, I think. Yes, Halsey definitely has spoken Julianne out. Julianne Huff. I'm sorry, who? Julianne Huff. Yes, that's right. Julianne and Padma Lakshmi has spoken out. So, but I still think it's, you know, so fantastic because you all have different uh, fan bases, groups of women that follow you and you're all, your experiences are a little different. And so it's just sure. so important to, to do what you've done to share. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, Savannah, thank you so much for joining us today on the Hollywood Life podcast. And we're so excited to tune in to Chris Lee Knows Best that's premiering Thursday on the USA Network at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Oh, and sassybysavannah.com. Yes. You can go to sassybysavannah.com and get all my favorite products, which are all of them. So wait. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking with us today. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.